it's something no one talks about. It is something swept under the rug. It is something kept so quiet in the fear of someone judging you. I'm Michelle. I'm a blogger, awovenmind.com. I'm a wife, a mama, and I also lead a local support group in the area. I cannot wait to chat with you guys about the mental health stigma that lays so heavy on us. So let's get to it. Let's start talking. Hello, beautiful people. This is our first podcast. I am so excited. Welcome. Since this is the first one, I figured we'd start with just a little bit about me and see what I can bring to your life. So I was bullied in middle school. Uh, I let it take over my entire life. The things that were said, I kept deep in my in my soul, in my heart. I was not worthy. I was just not a good person. Um, and I tried to live up to that my entire life. Um, I got married and had a beautiful daughter and life seemed to be okay, but I still had a lot of mental stuff going on. So in April of last year, I had a mental breakdown that was really scary. I went from um, being alert to completely unalert, um, nearly ended in the hospital, was on and off um, different medicines. I had to withdraw from Xanax and then put back on to properly wean off. Um, It was a really scary road. So that was my light bulb to say, hey, how can I help other women? How can I help other men? How can I just help people in general to be themselves, to dig deep into themselves and to know who they are, uh, to love themselves. So I started blogging and I did this all through therapy. Um, and when I sat in my therapist's office and told her I was going to do a support group, she was kind of surprised, <laughs> but I went for it. I jumped in. Um, I developed my own story. I brought ladies together at a coffee table and we chat, we talk about it. And some of the things that come up are just really deep in our hearts and some things we laugh. So it is the most phenomenal group I've ever been a part of. And I'm so glad that it started. And I really wish I had this, um, really my entire life would have been fantastic. So now I'm just bringing to the table what I wish I had. So I blog, uh, it's called awovenmind.com. And it leads me to many, many people, uh, many stories. I love hearing about everybody. Um, I really love getting to know you. That is my favorite thing. And my mission is exciting now to podcasts. I am just doing this for my bedroom. (laughs) So it's just simple. There's nothing that frills to it. I just want to get my mission out there to help you and know that I'm here for you. Um, and just to talk about it because we don't, and we just think that we're crazy and just can't say anything. And that's not how this is. So not only for me, but this is also for my daughter. Uh, My dad's side of the family has um, had a lot of mental health issues from um, just, oh, a whole slew of things. And my dad was never the man that his quote unquote father was. I call him quote unquote because he, uh, he doesn't earn the title of being a father, but my dad does. And my dad um, was, he is, he is a great man. And he could have chose to be like his father. He could have abused his children. He could have destroyed his family, but he didn't. And he stood strong at that. And I'm forever grateful for that. So I had struggled with just, you know, mental um, stuff and depression, anxiety and whatnot. And um, I never really had the um, the outlet to understand how I'm feeling or to um, 
kind of get that out. So I don't think my parents really knew better. And that's okay. Because like I said, it's not something that it's talked about. So I'm really doing this for my daughter. I want her to know that it's okay to talk about your feelings. And she's only three years old. So we really hit hard with feelings. Um, So that's a big reason why I'm doing this. So I think we should just go ahead and jump into our topic today. Um, only keeping these sessions rather short, maybe about 10 minutes long. And um, I thought that we would talk about fear because we are always scared of something, scared of what people think of us. And I don't think we need to be like that. I think we just need to be ourselves. Um I know that there's much more to what you could be dealing with. Your story could be very, very traumatic and it could be something you don't want to tell or talk about and that's perfectly fine, but you don't have to talk about it with other people. You can talk about it with your journal. You can talk about it with God. You can talk about it just on your own in your room. Um, And my biggest thing is to talk about it with therapy because no one's ego is too big for therapy. You need to get to therapy if you're feeling the need to do so. I was someone who said, oh, no, I don't need therapy. I'm not doing it. And it turned out that I needed it more than anybody. And my therapist was someone who really kicked my butt in high gear. And I think that's probably why I'm sitting here today doing this podcast, because she has really motivated me to be who I'm meant to be. Um, so let's talk about the four ways to conquer your personal fear. So this is on wovemind.com and you can just type in the search button on there, uh, four ways to conquer your personal fear and get the whole uh, post, but we're going to talk about it. So I feel this is very fitting for our first episode because y'all, I'm kind of scared to do this. This is new. Uh, My voice is going to be heard by many people and I don't know how I feel about that, but part of this mission is to get out there, right? So I got to start somewhere. And that's just what I'm going to do. Um, There could be judgments, but that's something we have to get past. So um, what people think to some extent, which makes us not talk about it, is scary. Um, We're so scared that judgment or the acceptance by others. um, But you have to remember, these people don't matter. If they're judging you, hmm, guys, I think they need to hear this more than you do. Um, So we're going to talk about number one, face your fear. We're going to recognize it. We're going to recognize that we are scared about something. I mean, I'm scared of snakes. So if I see one, I'm probably going to run. But I'm also scared to talk to a mom that may have a child that is suffering with suicidal thoughts. I'm terrified to talk about that because I dealt with um, suicidal uh, attempts in middle school. And it's a major trigger for me. But I I need to get past that fear and talk to this person and let them know that I'm here as a support. So we recognize it. We write it down on a sticky note. I am big on sticky notes and posting things on places. So write it on a sticky note of what you're scared of. And then underneath that, you write, I am not scared. So example, I am scared to talk about it. Underneath, I'm going to say, I am brave to talk about it. It's kind of like tricking our mind. We have to train our brain that it's okay. We have to train our brain to let go. Um, And really train our brain to think positively because we don't do that enough. Um, 
you know, instead of just being scared, we have to be brave and stand up and take, take on this fear. We can't let it knock us down. So, like I said, you're going to write this down on a sticky note and, or you can write this on a piece of paper. You can put it on the background of your phone, wherever you're going to see it. We have to train our brain to take our negative thoughts and put them into something positive. Um, and it's really hard, y'all. Really, really hard. But I fear it's something, it's fear we can get past it. We just have to, we just have to get past it. It's simple. Number two, security. Have you guys ever done um, the grounding exercise in yoga? I love it. I love that uh, it's called Tadasana. And if you're curious, look it up on YouTube. Just type in Tadasana. And you will see that you're standing upright on your feet, preferably barefoot. If you can do it outside, it's it brings that energy from the ground, which is kind of cool. And you have to do it to experience so you don't think I'm just talking crazy. <laughs> but uh, you stand on the ground, bare feet, and your hands are to your side. Your eyes are closed. You are just taking in what is around you, the noises, the lawnmower, the birds, the cars, whatever. And you're in a quiet state of mind and you're grounding. Okay. You can do this even sitting down. Uh, another way to find security is through God, through prayer. I pray. Um, I was actually atheist through, uh, well, all of high school. And when I met my husband, I became a Christian. I thought I was a Christian, but guys, I was not a Christian. It was not until I started this journey of finding my story, my mental health uh, journey, that I really truly believed in God and followed him. And yes, I struggle. And I think we do as Christians, but Praying for me is, it gives me strength to know that I have something there. I have a foundation that is sturdy. So when I fall, I have something that's going to be there for me. And uh, that's, that's why that's what praying does to me. Now, you may have something else that you believe in, but you need to believe in something. Um, being an atheist, when I was, there was nothing to believe in. So I just did whatever I wanted to. And it was such an unfulfilling life. It was just so uh, empty. So for number two on security, we're talking about grounding and we're talking about praying. Um, you have to find a place of safety. Find a place in your heart where you are safe that you can present this fear and tackle it. Number three is our coping skills. So what are you doing to cope? What are you doing in these hard days? Um, if you're a mom like myself, I'm a stay-at-home mom. So there are days that are like really, 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 really hard. And at the end of the day, I'm like done. I am so done. When my husband gets home, I'm like, your turn. And I'm going to run as fast as I can to get away. But that's not the way I'm going to cope. I cannot run away from what, what is upsetting me. And so my coping skills have been podcasts. I love podcasts. Um, therapy, that was a big one for me. Reading, I used to hate reading. It was so boring until I came across some really good self-help books. And of course, self-care. Oh my goodness, self-care is huge. Taking a hot bath, um, a facial for myself at home. And you know, we're on a budget, so we have to find self-care that's going to work um, on a budget. So taking a bath, getting a little, you know, seaweed mask thing or whatever from the store, um, 
Maybe just sitting in quiet time or maybe a massage from your husband or you just have to find some things that you can do for yourself that you love doing because if you're not well, then no one else is well. Number four is to practice it. So we have recognized our fear. We have our resources for support. You put it all together and you use it. So nothing in life is easy, guys. Nothing is easy. Okay, you have to really work for what you want. Do you want to have happiness, pure, true happiness? Do you want to feel stable? Do you want a sense of security from your own self? Then we have to work on it. We have to work for it. And unfortunately, the road can be dark at times, but you always have to try to find the light through the darkness or else you're going to fall right back in that darkness again. And then finding your way out is really hard. So I'm going to continue to give you guys motivational and inspirational tips through my podcasting and maybe some fun stuff that we can laugh about because we have to bring some lightness to this heavy topic sometimes. And uh, we're just going to conquer this together. So, you know, this is my new journey. I, I said as of last year, last April, it's not been a year yet since my mental breakdown. So I'm in this with you guys. Um, that's, that's what makes us so fun. We have to get out of the bubble. Uh, conquering our fear is going to require us to face it. And we're going to do just that. Like I said, anything worth having is worth working for. And I think that you can do it. I am on Instagram. You can find me on A Woven Mind. That's my handle. You can find me on Facebook, A Woven Mind. Um, or you can just Google search awovenmind.com. And I've got much more support on there. Um, and I have a support group as well uh, on my Facebook page that you can join that has some helpful tips. And if you are local to the Mooresville or North Carolina area, I would encourage you to check out our support group. So go to my Facebook page and look up where our next meeting will be. And I hope to see you there. And I am so glad you guys joined me on this journey today, my first podcast. I am so excited. Um, I am looking forward to this journey with you guys. I hope you have a magnificent day. Be strong, be powerful, be you. Hello and welcome to episode two. Today we are talking about who told you you weren't good enough. Thanks guys for listening. So today we're going to talk about our worth. Do you feel like you can't reach a dream or a goal because you're not good enough? I'm raising my hand here guys. I used to think my dreams were too big and not reachable, but why? Because I didn't feel worthy. So I let my dreams become something of just that a dream. I would tend to start things and I would never finish them because I felt like I just wasn't good enough. Or I would make a good friendship and then think, well, wait a minute, maybe I'm not good enough for that person. And it's all in your minds. So let me just tell you something. Someone once told me that your dreams are never too big. Your goals are never too big. And I used to think, okay, sure. But I really truly believe that is the case. Someone can tell you that you can't reach a goal. And so you listen. Why? So today is the day you will have that goal and dream that you know and have been thinking of for so long worthy And you're going to go after it and you're going to fight for that goal and your dream because you are worthy. You're going to find your worth. For some reason, whether it's from those mean girls in school for me that told me I wasn't pretty or that I wasn't anything good, 
I had super low self-esteem. I looked for people to love. And I looked for it in all the wrong places. I would try to fit in in the wrong, cra- in the wrong crowds. And the worst part, I was hurting only myself and my own worth. My parents loved me. My parents do love me. They were so great, but yet I never would listen to them and understand everything they were telling me of that I am worthy. I am good enough. You could do this. But for some reason, why would I listen to other people besides for the ones that I know truly love me the most? But I was in middle school and through high school. So, um, you know, your parents know nothing and you know everything. So I went, I went down this mental health breakdown and this crazy road with medicine to finally find my worth. So at 29 years old, I was just beginning to find my worth. Well, how did I finally feel worth it? So it's simple. We'll start with loving yourself. Um, you know, if you ever read a lot of the things that I talk about in my blog, it's mostly mind training that you're going to tell your mind something that you may not truly believe. So for example, someone might tell me that, no, you can't make a podcast. Well, in my mind, I'm going to say, yes, I can watch me and I'm going to go and do it. Even though part of me is probably feeling, uh oh, I don't think I should do that. Maybe I'm not worthy. Maybe I'm not good enough. But I'm going to tell myself, yes, I'm going to do it, and no matter what it costs, no matter what it takes. You know, I'm not a professional at it. I'm not perfect at it, but it's a message. It's a way to get my opinions, my experience out there to the world. So why not give it a shot? You've got to start loving yourself and knowing you are more than worthy. Not just worthy, but you're more than worthy. So I started digging into the woman under the mother. Is there anybody, a mother out there who feels just swamped? I will tell you that I'm a stay-at-home mom and my day consists of open my eyeballs and my job starts. Close my eyeballs, my job ends. And then it starts all over again when my eyeballs open. So it is literally an all-day job. And it's very demanding because it's all about, I mean, she's three years old. So if you have a three-year-old or know of their personality, it is stressful. They want lots of things constantly. Um, They'll throw a temper tantrum when they don't get it. It's just a constant battle throughout the day. Now, I love her to pieces and I would not trade this for the world. But it is the hardest job in the world. And through this hardest job in the world... I lost myself. I lost the woman who I used to be. I used to love to go outdoors and hike and be a foodie and eat delicious gourmet meals and um, find fun adventures to go and do, talk to new people, just be a person who I could explore. I was never really into owning things, but more, more going and experiencing things. But once I became a mother, I was just so tired all the time. And it was more about... Um, especially with her needs, it was all about what I'm going to do for her. And then, well, I'm always going to come last. But I will tell you, if you're not ready, if you are not healthy, if you are not you, then no one is going to be happy and no one is going to get the benefit of that. You can pour your heart and soul into something, but is the return going to be worth it once you start investing so much time into something 
but you keep on giving an empty, 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 empty cup. So when my daughter turned three, I've always heard, oh, it gets so much better at three. Yeah, right. It does not. (laughs) I will tell you, it does not. It only gets more challenging. Maybe other things get better, like sleep and, you know, whatever else may be the case, but it's still a challenge. And there's days where you wake up and you just like, okay, I'm going to throw my hair in a bun and my yoga pants and my t-shirt and I'm just going to go do this thing. But when I started to discover more about myself and who I am, what I like, I would get up in the morning and instead of, you know, staying in my pajamas until lunchtime, I'm going to, I get ready. I will fix my hair, my makeup. I'm going to put on some clothing, even if I'm not going somewhere. It still makes me feel better. I mean, maybe I won't put on makeup every day, maybe just a little bit of mascara or whatever, but at least I'm having an outfit on or in case I do have to run out that, you know, if I meet somebody, hi, you know, I look a little more presentable than just my pajamas all day long. So I started to figure out also what can I do to serve myself? How can I pour into myself so that I can pour out to others? And, you know, that for me is going to church and praying and giving my battle to God because truly I can't get through it without him. And a big thing also is self-care. My baths. I just love my baths, my bath bombs and reading a book. And that bathroom is mine. No one's coming in. I'm in a bath and that's where I'm going to be. It is my sacred time. Another thing is yoga where I can connect to myself and breathe and process thoughts. You know, you just have to figure out what are some things that you love that now you hear I'm saying you love, not just what your children love or your husband love, just what you love and then do it. Pour into yourself so you can pour out into others. I literally would give myself thoughts, even through this whole process of trying to find my worth, that I'm still not worthy. And again, it's using that mind train to tell yourself, yes, I am worthy. And y'all, I could probably talk about this forever because it was something my therapist would tell me is my favorite saying, stay in your own lane. And it never will leave my head. Stay in your own lane. Think about you know, yourself. It's, you know, this is your lane and it's someone else's lane. Stay in yours. Because part of the problem with not feeling worthy enough is comparing yourself to other people. And it's big to do on Instagram and Facebook. And when you start comparing yourself, you're going to start feeling less worthy. So another, another thing I did was to limit my Facebook and my Instagram time. Of course, with blogging and promoting my brand, it's a little bit difficult to stay off. So I had to schedule all of my postings in advance. And then I can get personal with people when they reply to my postings and such. But I'm not constantly on social, social media getting the letdown of, you know, oh my gosh, well, look at them doing this. Why can't we do that? It's ridiculous. It's their lane. Stay in your own lane. Also, I was a super negative person. Negative Nancy over here. Everything was, you know, I would think of the worst that would happen. And that that is setting yourself up right there to feel anxiety and to be worried. So I really had a positive thought. And all that negativity takes a huge toll on somebody. Again, it's about bringing yourself down. You keep with that negativity, you're just going to keep feeling less worthy. You know, basically it was me 
telling myself I'm not worthy. So I said to my brain, I had those thoughts, I'm going to change it, and so I did. It took time, guys, real time, and I emphasize time, but I'm going to tell you, nothing is easy. If you truly want something, you've got to work on it. It doesn't just fall into your lap and happen. Eh, maybe there's lucky people who somehow it happens to, but I'm sure there's something going on there that we don't truly know about. But nothing is going to come to you easy. You have to work on it. If you want to feel worthy, if you want to be that powerful woman that you really are, you've got to bring that out. So when I started the support group that I lead, I was so nervous I had thoughts like, well, what if I come to this coffee shop and I sit here and nobody shows up? It's going to be so embarrassing. But I said, okay, let's just do this. Let's just create the event. Let's just put it on Facebook. Let's just see who shows up. So the first day I had eight ladies show up at that table and I was amazed I was so excited to have eight ladies show up at an event that I was like, okay, sure, no one's probably going to come to, but they did. And I'll tell you that these ladies that are in my group have been there since day one, and we have built this, I mean, amazing bond. And there's days we get together in the support group, and we're like letting our hearts on the table, and then there are some days where we're laughing hysterically. And I never knew that when I created that group that that was going to be the outcome for it. So I continue to do that same support group twice a month. And then we try to do also like a ladies night or something really fun. So I had that negative thought in my mind. And if I would have listened to it, if I would have listened to what those people had bullied me and, and talked me down, if I listened to all those things that were in my head, I would have never made a support group and I would have never made the connections with these beautiful ladies that I have made. So my encouragement to you is to change your mindset. Know that you are more than worthy. Go after those dreams and goals, no matter the size. Don't let anybody tell you that you can't do something because you can. The more you listen to other people, the more you're not going to succeed. You have to stay in your lane. (laughs) So my other thought for you, maybe to find a support group. Are you getting together with local people in your area? Maybe some people that are like sunshine that keep you warm. Do you, Are your friends like sunshine that keep you warm? Um, what about the people that are living in your house? There's all these things you have to think about because it's not just about changing your mind and doing some self-care. It's about who you're surrounding yourself with. It is the type of shows that you're watching on TV. The kind of music you may be listening to. Um, there's just a lot that goes into it. So I really strongly encourage you to take a look at your life now and see if there's any aspects in it that maybe you can change, that maybe it's wearing you down and you're feeling that negativity from. And of course, because you know, I love this stuff, therapy. If you feel that you're not worthy and you just can't figure out why, then I strongly suggest you find an excellent therapist who can empower you to find your worth. Because mine did, and I will never forget that. And I truly feel if you find a really good therapist, they're going to bring out the absolute best in you. So guys, I hope you enjoyed talking with me today about this, and I hope that I can make a little bit of difference in your life. 
And as always, I love the feedback. I love to hear your stories. You can always reach me on Instagram and Facebook as A Woven Mind and as well on www.awovenmind.com. Now change your mindset and be ready for all the good things to come. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.